Welcome to another uh, rip-roaring episode of You know how we do. So we are talking to Lily from Lily's Rat Club. How are you doing today, Lily? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for uh, coming on. This is kind of like my first time, like really just reaching out to uh, a random stranger and asking them to come on the show. But I got really... uh, enamored with you because I think rats are really cool and of all the uh, rat themed accounts that I've seen uh, in my travels you have the coolest one. Thank you. Rats are really cool. I'm glad you say that because obviously many people don't think so but that's good to hear. Yeah, no, I was really looking forward to sort of uh, using this opportunity to spread a, spread a little rat awareness. So we're going to go into all the, the details that uh, make you and your page uh, cool and interesting. But I just want to tell everybody and you as well as to how I got into rats. And it's kind of it's random. I tell like really long, terrible stories typically, but I'll try to keep it short and sweet. I was in a zombie-themed rap group with my best friend Jake... Shout out Jake Dead, a.k.a. Jake Flex, a.k.a. Electric Jake. Holler at him for all your electrical needs, 919-619-3904. It's electric! And we were playing a house show, and the cool band we were playing with, they had their set list taped to the wall uh, opposite of where everybody was playing. And so me and my homeboy were like, yo, we gotta, we gotta put a set list up there too, so we look cool. But we didn't really need one, so we were like, all right, well, let's just make up some song titles and write them down. So I came up with a song called Under My Bed Equals Vermin. And for some reason, we thought that was so hilarious that it became this running joke uh, with us. And our buddy, shout out to Pat McKinley, he got really obsessed with the word vermin and in a positive way. I know that um, I've seen some posts of yours where vermin is used in a, in a negative way. I guess the term is not a positive, a positive term, but we got really obsessed with the word vermin. Uh, we started buying like little plastic rats and like, you know, having <laughs> them around, that. having them around the house and stuff. Uh, Pat took it so far as to invent a character called Verman, which was actually like a anthropomorphic like rat man. And we had like designed. Sounds perfect. Oh, it was awesome. And we designed a t-shirt for him uh, and all this stuff. So we kind of like. Where can I buy this t-shirt? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll have to dig out. Uh, I'll have to dig out the prototype. I think only there's only one in existence, maybe. But I believe uh, it was uh, it was screen printed. Shout out Jason Osborne. But that just sort of led to this kind of like, I don't want to call it obsession, but just being like about rats and just loving rat stuff loving like rat themed artwork just the term rat you know i mean like a girl like i'll call a girl i'm dating like ah you little rat you know i just love i just love rats and i started thinking about having one as a pet uh, in the past couple years which led me to following uh, a bunch of i wouldn't say a bunch but following several rat themed accounts on instagram 
And I'm trying to think of the one that led me to you. I want to say it was maybe um, a French a French one, but somebody had ordered a Lily's Rat Club. I guess you, you do some artwork, and it, I guess maybe it was like, a, like, I'm a rat mom. Like, tell me a little bit yeah. about... Um, about well let's just so okay so let's just let's just say it so you are lily from lily's rat club which is a rat themed instagram and tiktok account so what's a little bit of of what you do so lily's rat club is a place where i guess i have two incentives one is to entertain because you know life's too short to take seriously but also is to educate people about rat care because a lot of people actually don't take care of their rats properly so i kind of combine the two some of my videos are comedic, kind of taking the piss out of rats in general because they have such strange personalities. They care a lot about hierarchy. An alpha rat is probably the most hilarious thing to ever watch. Yeah, you talk about alpha rats a lot uh, on your account. I get a kick out of that. Yeah, I've kind of got a bit obsessed. My alpha rat is such a character and everyone's alpha rats are very similar, as in they're stubborn they're greedy, they're lazy. On the UK National Fancy Rat Society's website, they say, this is so abstract, they say the best description for a classic male alpha rat is a sexy slug. Like, why would you use those two <laughs> words together? <laughs> that almost but, sounds like uh, like when, when girls on dating apps say they're looking for dad bod. Yeah, so an alpha rat is proper dad bod vibe, you know? <laughs> so... Um, I've gone on a tangent now, but no, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, yeah. So I kind of make comedic little sketches, taking the piss out of rat hierarchy and just their mannerisms, but also, like I said, educating people about proper rat care because they're so intelligent, so unique, and they deserve the very best. All the research I've done, just, they just seem like such awesome animals. And, uh, you know, it's a shame that they get such a bad rap, you know, obviously even in my little insular world of being like, yo, don't you think rats are cool? Like I'd want one as a pet. You know, people think, um, people think I'm crazy, but the more, I didn't even realize how popular they were as pets, uh, probably until I started going on my Instagram dive. And uh, now when I yeah. go to the the pet store to get, you know, food for my cat, I, I always spend, you know, like a, a good five, 10 minutes in the like, uh, you know, gerbil, mouse uh rat section hoping that they have like you know some little cute ones that i can uh i can look at and you know they always come out yeah. and say hi you know i do they just seem very like intelligent and uh they're so inquisitive and curious Such great little pets yeah that's great and so how many how many rats do you have you have four right i have four at the moment i used to have three one passed away so then i got two more to introduce to my two older boys and that was a whole situation in itself because hierarchy is so delicate so I had my two older boys. One was two. Well, they're both two. One was alpha. The other one was very submissive. And to bring two babies into that situation, it took me about three weeks. Wow. Just kind of letting them sniff each other and you probably had them in separate cages and stuff or? Yeah, separate cages. Then I did a series of days where I swapped like hammocks so they could smell each other. And then I had to introduce them in a neutral space. So I put a towel at the bottom of the bath. And they were running around in there kind of getting used to each other's presence. And then I put them all back in one cage with nothing in it. So there's nothing to get territorial about. And then slowly adding more and more stuff into the cage. It's really complicated, but when done properly, 
it ends up really well. So, you know, like, so you're telling me this story and like, we're just two people having a conversation, but I actually saw some of that stuff, you know, from following your, your page. Like I remember them being in the bathtub and I remember like you, you know, sort of narrating some of this stuff you just did. And it's like, I feel I feel like I'm like a part of the action, you know what I mean? Like I feel like yeah. uh like I kind of know a little bit about like you and your life. It's just it's just weird. I'm like, yeah, you know I was there when that happened. Like I saw I yeah. saw the rats in the bathtub, you know? Yeah, it's a weird thing, isn't it? The way that, you know, we follow people on social media and we become so invested in their lives and we just feel like I'm part of their life, but actually you've never met the person. No, and you probably, most people don't even get an opportunity like the one we're having right now where you actually get to talk to that person and kind of like ask them a little bit about what makes them tick. So uh, thanks yeah. again for, for coming on the show. It's all right. I'm always happy to chat about rats. So. What got you into, into rats? It's an ironic story. So at the time I was with my ex-husband and we went to a relative's like children's party and from the get-go I was like, fuck this, I do not like kids, (laughs) I don't want to be here, (laughs) that's like an ongoing thing in my life, I don't want kids, I just want rats. Anyway, so I'm at this kids party, sat there, there's so many loud children, I'm hating everything and I'm with my ex at the time so I'm not happy at all. And um, and then a like animal person comes in with all these different animals to show the kids. So there's like a rabbit, a chicken, and I'm vegan. So I'm like, oh, this is cute. I like all the animals, but I'm you know I'm, I haven't seen anything that was really engaging me. And then he brought out a rat, and all the kids freaked out. Like, oh my god, it's so scary. And I was thinking, no, it's not. So I just said, Tim, can I hold it? And he goes, yeah, yeah, sure. And it sat on my lap. And my ex is looking at me like, do you think it's cute? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, really cute. And that was that. Went home. And then a couple of weeks later, I got back quite late from just like work drinks or something. And I was quite drunk. And I think I was on the phone to my mom. <laughs> and I'm just walking into the house. And I'm chatting to her about whatever. And I go, there's a cage in the dining room. And my mum's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, there's there's a cage, there's animals in my house. And so I get a bit closer and she's like, what's your, let's just call my ex Dave for argument's sake. And she goes, what's Dave bought? Is it a dog? Because I had mentioned before I wanted a dog. And I'm like, no. And then I see these three sets of eyes just looking at me. And I was like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) And I go upstairs to... Dave and I was like what have you done because you know surely if you're getting a pet that's something you should talk about with you who you live with right well I I also like Dave spending the next three weeks after the party fucking plotting like yeah I'm gonna get these I'm gonna surprise Lily with these rats yeah exactly and so I lost the plot and for the first week of them being in the house I was like I'm not having this not because I didn't want them or liked them. It's just because I just didn't see myself with a pet, you know? Oh, and you didn't, you didn't ask for that. Exactly. So I'm just saying to him, you have to get rid of them. And he's like, I'll take care of them. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, sure, mate, sure. This is a guy who doesn't even do his own dishes, bear in mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a couple of weeks go 
by he hasn't really arranged anything for them and i'd noticed you know my vegan animal loving self that they weren't really being taken care of properly and i couldn't just sit by and watch that so i did some research and then i think the first time i kind of bonded with one of them was i cut a little piece of cucumber for it and i walked up to the cage and i was like here you go and it ran up to me took the cucumber and then it was like a light switch i fell in love immediately and then my whole life became researching how to give them the best life possible basically and that was a distraction from my failed marriage which was quite nice oh so, my goodness that yeah. i mean that just touches my heart so much so did you have have you had pets have you ever had like a like a pet yeah so when i was growing up in my family house we had a dog a cat i had budgies so i quite like a small little pet as well and yeah, so pets are part of my life. But at the time, I was busy just getting drunk, being out the house all the time. Gotcha. You know, so I didn't really see myself having the time for a pet. But that's a good thing about rats; they don't need loads of time. So yeah, well, I can I can certainly identify with uh, being a party animal and being like you know a pet is just gonna be something I got to worry about when you know yeah. I don't want to have to worry about like coming home to feed the dog when I'm out like doing my thing, you know. But uh, I yeah. have a. Uh, I have a cat now and I mean, I always love cats. We always had cats growing up, but I, I never had like my own pet that like I was responsible for. Mm -hmm. And I just am like commenting on like the bond you can develop with an animal. And I know it's like, it's like old news, like everybody loves their pets and whatever. But like, you know, I really had to go through that experience of being like, holy shit, like I fucking love this yeah. little creature so much. And she definitely loves me. She might not love me as much as I love her, but like, I feel like I would, like, I feel like I'd kill a man, <laughs> you know, like yeah, for yeah. my cat. And I'm like, it's just a dumb little cat, but like, God damn it, I love her so much. And I can see that yeah. in my head. I can see the, the rat like eating the cucumber and like looking at you with like loving eyes, like thanking you for, for giving, giving him the cucumber or whatever, you yeah. know, like I can see the bond, you know? It was beautiful. A great moment. So, uh, how, so how long ago was that? That was just over two years ago because okay. the boy who had the cucumber is still with me now. So Oh, okay. All right. So one of the OG David yeah. rats is still around. Two of them, actually, because they have a lifespan of two to four years and two of my oldest ones, they're just over two. So Man, yeah, that's one thing, not to like make this dark all of a sudden, but that, that's one thing that sort of made me sad about thinking about rat care is that they do have a short uh a short lifespan Though, they do but it's also it's i guess an opportunity it. and it's also i guess an opportunity to know to know and love many rats throughout the course of your life yeah exactly <laughs> and there's something called a rolling rat group which is what i have now because they are technically a short-term pet in their lifespan you can do something called a rolling rat group which is every year and a half ish you get a pair of rats to add to your group right. so then you never have a rat on its own which isn't good because they're social they need company but then you're always kind of getting more in so they become a long-term pet basically okay that sounds and I, I guess once you get into the the routine or you have a better understanding of the familiarizing themselves uh i'm like at a loss of the word or what you call it like socializing them or whatever you yeah know? once you yeah. get good at that process too like i imagine it's not even not even that difficult, though. It does yeah. sound a little... I'm not going to use the word tedious because this is a loving situation, but it does sound like 
it does sound like some work, maybe not a lot of work as far as like taking care of them once they're, they're just hanging out. But, uh, some of like the cage maintenance and some of the other stuff does seem, uh, like there's some work involved. Yeah, it is, but it's worth it. They're literally my everything. I love them, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's beautiful. And I love it so much. And, you know, just for the record, my cat is actually, uh, an ex-girlfriend cat. So I was seeing someone who was moving out of her place. She had moved back in with her folks for a little bit and they already had pets. And so her cat that was like pretty much a brand new cat. I mean, it was like a little kitten, uh, couldn't go to her folks house. And I was like, ah, you know, the cat, she, she can stay with me for a little bit, whatever. And so the cat stayed at my house. We end up breaking up. She moves out of state and I still got this cat. And she's telling me like, you know, I can, I can find a home for her. And I'm like, no, it's cool. You know, we're, we're, we're getting along just fine. And, um, now I feel like this cat is my everything, like to the point of like it, like I, I want to go out of town some this summer and I'm like, yo, who's going to watch my cat? Like somebody, and I I can't just trust anybody with her. You know, I've let like my neighbor feed her. I've, I've had other situations and, um, you know, I would come back and something's always fucked up. Like one time I went out of town for a week, I came back and my cat was so fat. And I said, dude, why didn't I said, I told you, I'm like, this is what you feed her. And he's like, oh, but bro, she looks so sad, bro. She looks so sad. And I'm like, yeah, bro. Cause that's how cats do you, man. <laughs> you yeah. know, they're hung. They want food all the time, but you just don't acquiesce. But you know, it's like, and I've been like trying to get her to like lose like the extra weight, like ever since, you know, it's like, yeah. I just don't trust anybody. And I'm like, I'm willing to like you know, compromise my old life just to make sure, like, my my cat doesn't get overfed, you know? Worth it, though. Ooh, I think I smell alright. Okay, well, um, you know, uh, fuck David, I guess, but shout out to yep. him for um, getting you uh, up on the rat game. Exactly. Is this like a, is this like an admin reveal? So you do, you do, uh, you do TikTok as well. Yeah. Do you uh, do you consider yourself to be a, a rat influencer? Rat influencer. A rat influencer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. Now, yeah. uh, at first, when I just kind of posted a little bits here and there, no. But now, due to random increase in popularity, I would consider myself a rat influencer to the point where uh, I have friends who are teachers in high schools, and they've talked you know, oh, my friend's a TikTok creator, and they go, oh, what's her username? And they say, Lily's Rat Club. And the students are like, are you serious? I know her, I follow her, so yeah, I'm a rat fluencer, I guess. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Do you have any uh, sponsorships? Do you got any, uh, like, food? No, okay. but we I, gotta get I would you love some. that. Yeah, yeah but at the moment, some. now... I am a TikTok creator, whatever that means. So you earn, so I, is that like a blue check on TikTok? Um, no, that's being verified. That's a bit different, okay. but it's somewhat like it. I don't really understand TikTok because I'm too old because yeah, it's a that's Gen why, Z that's thing, why I don't right? even fucking look at it because I'm like, I just, it's too, I've got too much going on. I can't learn this new shit. You say that. Do you like memes and nonsense on the internet? I do. I do. So you would like TikTok? Well... <laughs> I mean, to me, I'm just like, how many, how many apps on my phone am I going to have? How many, you know, you know, when you do like the, like the, like account surf, it's like, let me check my Twitter. Let me check my Instagram. Yeah. Let me check my Gmail. Let me check my stocks. Let me check. You know, it's like, I, I make the little rounds. I'm like, I can't keep adding more apps. Stocks, into, into you're such shit. an adult. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> I got caught up. I got caught in the wave. I got caught in the yeah. wave. 
Uh, yeah, maybe don't download TikTok then because my daily screen time is increased significantly. Yeah. It's actually ridiculous. I believe it. But it was something to do over lockdown, you know? Yeah. I just wanted shit to consume and it's great. But at first I was like, are these just a whole bunch of fucking Gen Zers being way too cool for me and all of that? And it is, a lot of it is like that. And at first that's all I saw, just them doing dancing and shit. And then after a while, I got kind of lost in lesbian TikTok. Who knew that was a thing? Nice. What goes on on there? Lesbian TikTok is a place where women kind of create content about dating other women. And it's just taking the piss out of it. A lot of TikTok is just taking the piss out of something, right? So then I got kind of lost in that part of it. And then I found like pets. And then I saw a couple of people making a few cute videos of rats, but nothing on in the realm of like comedic and so yeah. oh, so this so is now, you this is you talking about your journey before you were even creating on tiktok this is just you yeah. being on tiktok and being like there's a severe lack of good rat content especially Basically. funny content and then Basically, yeah well look let me tell you i think you're fucking hilarious and uh, i wouldn't say that lightly you know and i wouldn't have asked you to do this if i didn't think you were the shit i think you you kill it and you always crack me up and I wanted to ask you, so I don't know if this is a TikTok thing, but how do you feel? I'm a huge uh, rap and hip hop fan. Mm. There's a lot of rap and hip hop stuff in your TikTok videos. And, you know, some of that might just be because like that's the song that's going around TikTok and you got to do your own flip of it. But uh, do you like rap music or does that just kind of fit in with um, some of the vibes of what you're doing online? So some of the examples in videos are kind of just the songs that are popular and I'm doing my own spin on it. But yep. I do really like rap music. I'm very much into Little Dicky, if you know him. Oh, God. He's like my arch rival. <laughs> really? Killing I me. think his music is great. Yeah, he's really fun. Okay, well, if you like Little Dicky, then you might like some of my uh, old stuff as well. Obviously, I'm not on the level. The level, uh, I'm not anywhere near the level of fame of uh, Lil Dicky, but uh, I like to do a lot of, at least throughout my career, I spent a lot of time doing uh, sort of funny, self-deprecating uh, kind of stuff like that. Uh, yeah, the self-deprecating side of it is what I find really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever so, done any any stand-up or anything? No. Like, like, what's your, do you have any kind of history with performing? Well, funnily enough, I would say about... 10 plus years ago I was making YouTube videos before it was really a thing and I did have quite a big following at the time I think I had about 10,000 subscribers no and again, shit I, yeah and I was t again just taking the piss out of you know being a, a young woman and all the shit that comes with that like dating body image all of that and it was doing well but then I got recognized a few times in circumstances where I didn't want to be recognized like really drunk going home from a night out and the random girl would come up to me like i love your youtube videos and i'd be like i can't cope with this right now wow the price of fame lily the price uh, of well, fame well <laughs> so actually funnily enough i have seen a handful of comments on my tiktoks of people being like i used to watch you on youtube and i'm like oh my days okay um, so you, you so are, yeah. you're a this is not new to you then you have no. you have some experience doing this uh yeah, I've always liked to create content, but I took a 10-year break because it freaked me out. I can't talk right now. I'm doing hot girl So did you, and it's okay if you didn't, but did you prepare any rat trivia for me? I did. I have eight facts. <laughs> All right. 
because I got a, I got a rat quiz for you as well. So oh my uh, god, okay. Um, I'm ready. Uh, when you are. So, I've got eight facts, and you have to guess if they're true or false. All right. Okay. Number one, rats laugh when you tickle them. We just can't hear it. I'm gonna go with true. Correct. One point. Well done. <gasps> nice. So, they, what? Are the, how do we? How do we know that science has has taught so us? So scientists have tickled them, and it's too high pitched for us to hear. Basically, they do laugh, and oh I God. tickle my rats all the time. So I roll them over, tickle their tummies, and then they run away. Then they run back for more because they get really excited. It's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Question number two. Rats dream. I'm gonna go with true on that as well. Correct. They do dream. Again, this was a science discovery. They basically put rats in like maze type things. And if they shut off a section of the maze, rats would dream about going to that part of the maze and they could detect that through like brain activity and stuff like that. Oh my goodness. So basically rats dream about places they wish they could go. <laughs> which is adorable. Like the room that mine are in, quite regularly I'll have them running around. And if I open the door to go get something from another room, they'll run to the door to try and go out and then I have to shut them in. And I think about them dreaming about leaving that room and I get really sad and I feel like I should let them leave. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like heartbreaking in like a good way, but like yeah. also in a way that like it does make you sad because like that's the thing about my cat. Like I think part of the reason why I love her so much is because the thought of her experiencing any kind of pain or discomfort just kills me, you know? I just want every second of her life to be awesome. Yeah, and I'm sure you're doing that by the sounds of it. Well, I hope so. I hope so. She's very independent, though, you know? So sometimes... Rat, um, not rat cats are, though, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well done. Two out of two so far. All right. You should get the third one because I think we've talked about it. You can put any two rats that haven't met before in a cage and they will get on. Well, uh, I'm going to go with false on that. Correct. They would probably hurt each other significantly. And how do, how do rats so, fight? A lot of biting, I'm guessing. They actually box. So they'll stand up <laughs> like, a, like a kangaroo. Yeah, they'll yeah. stand up on their back legs and just, it's like gentle boxing. Their hands go very slowly and then they also like fluff up and they hiss. It's yes. very weird. Yes, try to make themselves as big as possible, but mostly Basically, mostly yeah. boxing. So that no Mike Tyson, no ear biting. Um, only if they ever were. The worst version of rats fighting is a rat pile where they'll like go in a ball and start rolling around. So there might be a bite going on there, but that's normally a body part, okay. like a like their abdomen rather than an ear. Although one of my boys actually has a chunk of his ear missing, I think, from a fight, but that was ages ago. From a fight before you got him? No, between them. Oh, uh, gotcha. But you never you never saw what happened. You just noticed the chunk no. missing. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. yeah. And then I had to get the other one neutered because of it, because that's the thing. Yeah, I was going to ask rats, about rat yeah. balls. What's up with rat balls? They're massive. That's the kind of main part of it. They're so big, it's actually ridiculous. <laughs> and with boy rats... They quite regularly get hormonal aggression because of too much testosterone. So you snip their balls off and then they just become slugs. You know? Sexy slugs. Sexy slugs, yeah. So are all are all your boys neutered? No, two out of four of them are. Gotcha. I assume the, the, alpha, the alpha is packing nuts, I'm guessing. No. 
So I was expecting him Damn. as soon as I got him neutered when he was Castrated younger. Castrated alpha? Yeah, I was expecting him to um, not be alpha anymore after I got him neutered, but he still is. That's pretty awesome, you know? You don't need to tell a guy that he needs he needs balls to be a, to be a man, you know? Exactly. He can, he can be an alpha with no nuts. Exactly. Um, but yeah, next All rat, right. yeah. rat fact. Rat sweat. Just to mix things up, I'm going to go with false on that one. Okay. You are correct. So four out of four so far. Hi, I'm so ca- the way they regulate their body temperature is actually through their tails. And a lot of huh. people are scared of rat tails, but yeah. they're so amazing and the, useful for them. They're definitely the scariest part of a rat if you're going to be anti-rat. I mean, it's it's texturally a little weird. It's like skin, but with like a little bit of hair on it. Like, like a snake. Yeah. yeah, I see how people could be bummed out by a rat tail. You know what, what I'm really into as well uh, because of being into rats are possums. Do they, they don't really... Possums aren't really a thing in the UK. They're definitely. I don't definitely, think I even know what they look like. I'll quickly Google it. They kind of look. I don't know if you even if you saw the the rat the, the I was gonna say rat mode the lurk mode cover art, but there's actually a possum on there. I did um, think if it's a rat, but now so I wanted it possum. to be a rat. To be honest, I wanted it to be a rat, but we um so my buddy drew a mock up. So that's actually a, a parody of a photo um called Lady with an Ermine. I guess an ermine is kind of like a weasel, but uh, we actually did a a demo of the cover art with a with a rat, and it was a big. But I wanted like a big rat. I didn't want like a little rat. I wanted like a big <laughs> rat, and the rat looked too too cartoony. So we ended up going with a possum because a possum is kind of like a large rat in a lot of ways, and it has a. I'm big, looking at one now. Its jaw is pretty intense isn't yeah, it yeah they got big mouths they got but they're yeah. they're very docile like they the the mouth is all for show you know i mean they eat like bugs yeah. and shit i don't know why they gave them those crazy teeth but they yeah. have big the tail conversation is what made, made me think of possums because they got big old pink tails very much like a rat tail cute i like possums they're cute yeah and you would really you would really dig their vibe because they they have like this walk that um they kind of look drunk a lot of the time they kind of look like Amazing. they like they just got drank like too much beer and they're like stumbling around. They've got a vibe, but unfortunately they are, they're the type of, uh, they, they become roadkill, uh, often. Yeah. I don't, I imagine they're not really domestic either, are they? No, no. Most people, no, no, I mean, you no. might be able to like leave some shit out by your hat, like, you know, like put like a, I don't know. I, I, Cause I think they really do eat bugs. They're not like raccoons. I don't think they eat garbage, but they, they always go through people's garbage. So they might eat garbage. Uh, as well. I think raccoons and possums are most likely to be found in your garbage can. It's not really a thing here. We have foxes. Do you have them there? Uh, yeah, we got them. We got them. We don't, you don't see them a lot, but, uh, you know, we know what's really popular here is chickens. Everybody wants chickens. to have a, everybody wants to have a chicken coop. All the, the cool kids want to have a, a fucking chicken coop in their backyard. And uh, is that for kind of egg supply or just cause they're a nice companion? I think it's, you know how like shit just becomes cool and you, you, it just is, it's trending, you know? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, everybody I know who has chickens, they have too many fucking eggs. You know what I yeah. mean? And they're always like, do you want some eggs? Do you want some eggs? Do you have any egg cartons? Who wants some eggs? You know, I'm like, you don't need that many eggs. But I think people just get off on like the the animal husbandry, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like having the coop, having your little chickens running around. I don't know. But a fox Break will come around. IPA. A fox That's will come around and, and, and kill the fuck out of your chickens. Yeah, yeah. That definitely happens here too. But God, foxes chickens. are fucking cute. Mm, I've got a bit of a strange phobia of foxes, actually. Really? How? Why? It doesn't make any sense. I have this strange concern that foxes are going to come up and bite my Achilles tendons. Oh my god! Have you seen Pet Cemetery? No. Um, there's a famous uh, Achilles tendon receiving damage scene. Uh, I don't even movie. think I could watch it. Oh my my, it. my my! Yeah, that's that's a sensitive place, and so it's a fox yeah. that's gonna nip that on you, huh? Yeah, it's it was a reoccurring dream I had a few years back, and I just haven't wow. shook it out of my mind. What does it mean? No idea. Maybe something to do with Greek mythology and Achilles. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Okay. I have got Greek heritage. Maybe I'll ask my grandma. Huh? Yeah, that could be deeply ingrained. I mean, do you believe yeah. in past lives? You know what I mean. You could have very well lived in those times and developed uh, developed that back then, and you've just been passing that on. Um, you know, sh- from Perhaps. shell to shell. So I was Achilles the warrior. Well, at least, if not Achilles, you at least, you know, maybe were in his, like, immediate proximity and you were like, oh, yeah, that tendon, though. Because what did they call it before the Achilles tendon? They just called it the the foot tendon, the heel tendon, you know, who knows? Yeah. It goes all the way up your leg, though, doesn't it? So if you were to snap it, you'd feel it, like, shrivel up. I can't even cope. Yeah, it's fucking crucial. I definitely yeah. think about, yeah, like, does it roll up, you know? Is it like a... Is it like those like yeah, party the party thing, you know? The fucking what do you call that shit? The fucking noisemaker when you blow the thing and it unrolls and then it rolls back up. You know, it would roll about. up your leg if it broke. Oh my god. What Which if it rolled horrific. up like a perfect like a just like a like a shade, you know, like a like a curtain, like the, the fucking blinds, you know, when they roll up, does, does it just roll up like perfectly, or does it does it look more like a like a corkscrew when it like kind of spirals up, or does it roll up like I have no idea, and I kind of feel like this is the sort of content I should be watching later to yeah. see what it looks like when no it rolls out. We might have to do a, uh, a follow-up uh, a follow-up episode just to talk about um, anatomy, disgusting <laughs> stuff like that for sure. Yeah, and then maybe you yeah. know, do, do, does do rats have Achilles tendons? I have no idea, but they probably do. I'm I gonna mean, look later. Yeah. Okay, man. So many questions. Um, let's get back to rat rat facts. I'm four for rat four. Facts. I'm killing this shit. Okay. Rats wag their tails when they are happy. Hmm. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with false on that. You're wrong. Fuck. They do. I was thinking maybe they wiggled their ears or something, you know. No, that. Oh no, this is very cute information. Their ears don't wiggle, but they blush when they're happy. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so when the rats are really excited running around, their ears go a little bit pink. Isn't that the cutest thing you've ever heard in your life? <sighs> God, this is just, this is just too much. This is too much. Um, yeah, so, you know, like cats, so for example, dogs obviously wag their tail when they're happy, but yeah, cats, yeah. when they're, um, they mostly wag their tail when they're pissed off. Yeah, so rats I do that with, as well. Okay, okay. So there's a different kind of wag and wiggle versus with uh, angry versus happy? Yeah, so if they're in a, a boxing match with a cage mate, <laughs> they're, um, the back of their tail, the very tip might wiggle a little bit, Whereas if you're stroking them and they're really happy, then the whole thing will just go to town continuously. Man, I got to so. get a rat. I got to get a rat. Okay. Four for five. So, okay. Wild rats and pet rats are exactly the same. Oh, definitely false. 
partially true. Huh. Partially. <laughs> so the aside from the obvious, like the way they look, like fur, colour, size, the only real difference is behaviour. So, interestingly, speaking about the boxing, the main difference in behaviour is that wild rats don't fight each other. They usually just flee straight away because they're, I guess, thinking about survival. Whereas pet rats, which uh, the technical term is a fancy rat, they will box each other for dominance. Okay, and they can't go. They can't go anywhere, obviously, because they're yeah. they're in the cage. I'm just thinking, fan- I'm really feeling fancy rat right now. I'm like trying to yep. think of all the ways I can market the term uh, fancy rat. Fancy rat. That is the term for a pet rat. God. I mean, I like that the, obviously the rat association of ratness uh, came up with that term in order to sort of help remove the stigma. Because like, mm-hmm. who doesn't, it's like a posh rat. Like who who wouldn't think that a fancy rat would be anything but fucking tip top? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So I'm like, I'm like four and a half for six now. Yeah. Two more. Okay. Um, rat's teeth never stop growing. Okay. That's definitely true. You know that. Um, I'm under, yeah, I'm under the impression that they had, that's why they're always like gnawing on shit because basically they're kind of just keeping them in check. Yes. And here's another nugget of happiness for you. When they're really happy, they do something called bruxing and boggling. And it's essentially a rat version of a purr. So they'll chatter their teeth together, which you can hear. And then because the back of their jaws is like connected to their eye sockets, I guess, it makes their eyes bulge out as well. And that is a rat purring. It looks strange as fuck, but it's, you know, you know, they're really happy. Did you just call that bruxing and boggling? Bruxing and boggling. Yeah. So the teeth, when they chatter, that's called bruxing. And when the eyes pop out, that's boggling. Okay. That is maybe the most British thing I've ever heard, though. Because I feel like that just sounds like eh, bruxing and boggling. I mean, it just sounds like the most British shit uh, of all time, especially maybe in your accent. But is that that is a that is a universal term. That is not like the UK Association of Rats or whatever. Like that is bruxing and boggling. Maybe bruxing just sounds like Brexit and boggling sounds like some shit a British person would say. Maybe you're twisting (laughs) you're, you're twisting my melon, Lily. You're twisting my mouth. Well, I guess it sounds like, you know, my mind's boggled. That is a term that people would say here. For sure. So, so yeah. No, it's not British. Okay. It's a universal rat term. <laughs> I gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so I got that one right. So I'm like, uh, like uh, fucking five and a half Six. or seven. Yeah. It was partially true. So I don't want to claim full possession of that one. Okay. So I'm giving myself a half a half a point for that. Final fact. Are you ready? I'm ready. Rats became domesticated by accident. Deep thought going on here. Well, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to say false because I think that people saw them and realized they were smart and set out to train them and make them pets. So I'm going to say that it was not an accident. It was on purpose. Correct. Yes. Well yes. Done. There are in many ways that kind of rats became domesticated. But the story I like the most is the one that happened in Victorian England. So at the time, obviously, during the plague, rats were just everywhere, all over the streets, in your garden, your cupboards, your basement, everywhere. And Queen Victoria hired a professional rat catcher, and his name was Jack Black. What the fuck? And... 
he was capturing all the rats in the palace. And one day she was like, oh, they're actually really cute. Can you keep two? So then he was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And then he started breeding the cuteness into them. And she would pick, you know, I like the way that that one's ears look. So he would breed them to look more like that one. And then so she had two in a cage in like the dining room. And there was a period of time around the Victorian England era where that became really fashionable to have a pair of rats in a cage in your dining room among the royalty of the world. Wow. So there you go. Wow. Pretty random. <laughs> <laughs> when is what is the when is the Victorian era? What are what are the years on that? When is that? Oh, I, I'm not a historian. Yeah, uh, I mean I, that means like nothing to me. I'm like that could have been 50 years ago. That could have been like 500 years ago. I'll Google it one second. Um, man. Um, it, around the a the year of 1837. Okay. Long time I, ago. I mean, I do like thinking about like um. Like some like, uh, I guess you don't say cavemen anymore, but like Neanderthals or like some like mm. old school people with like, like a homie with like a pet rat, like some crazy like barbarian motherfucker with like a rat like riding on his shoulder, you know? Yeah, that could have happened. Like, like but I guess like the official. Yeah, like magi- like magicians and wizards and I mean rats. So this kind of this is a great segue because I know that everybody listening just wanted uh, a half an hour of rat trivia. Um, this kind of is a perfect segue into the quiz I have prepared for you, which oh is uh, a sort of about famous rats and okay. uh, Hollywood rats, if you will. Mm, you dirty rat. This is the famous rat quiz. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Name. And now, and again, <laughs> I don't know how much, I assume some of this stuff is all like, uh, you know, it's international stuff, but if it's just like American shit, it might be like niche to you and you might not even know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I feel like this is all internationally known stuff. Okay. Name the rat from Charlotte's Web. I don't know. I wouldn't have known this either. Um, It's Templeton. The goose was right. This fair is a rat's paradise. Bye-bye, my humble Wilbur. Fare thee well, Charlotte, you old schemer. What cute name. I know. I good that. name for a rat. What, By yeah. the way, what are the names of your four rats? Um, Inky, as in the ghost from Pac-Man. Hell yeah. Dumbo, because he has big ears and he's grey. <laughs> Frank, because of many reasons. He, um, it's not, okay, there's three reasons why Frank is Frank. One is Frank's hot sauce, which is delicious. Yes, it is. So good. I so, have the powder too. I put it on wings. I didn't even know there was a powder. I That's need to look right. into that. Um, the second is because, oh, this is a weird story. When I was younger, I went to a concert and me and my friend wanted to get high and we couldn't smoke weed because we were inside. So we literally just ate it. I was 17, didn't really know what I was doing. Ate you just lot. ate flour or hash or something. Yeah. Just straight up. What did you have, by the way? What it was it? Was it hash or was it flour? I don't even know. I was seventeen. It was <laughs> okay. a long time ago. Gotcha, gotcha. I think it was. I think it was skunk. If that's a thing there. Sure. Which is, yeah. I mean, that that would be like what we call flour, just like the herbal plant. Yeah, yeah. That's what I had. So ate that. It had a bit of stalk in it. I was like, this isn't enjoyable. <laughs> no, it's not. And I've chewed up weed before too. It's fucking gross, especially if there's yeah. a seed uh, in there, and then it's really bad. Yeah, it was grim. So then we ate it, obviously didn't feel a thing until the next day when I was at college. So, and I was super high. I was a mess. 
so then at the time there was this hotline called talk to frank and it was like a a drug line so i was like i need to speak to them i'm dying this is the end of my life so i'm like in the toilets on my own at my college like help me help me and i'm i honestly call them about 20 times and they never picked up so for whatever reason i've decided to call my rat after frank um damn well i hope frank the rat is a little more reliable than frank the hotline frank the rat is a human so I know that doesn't make sense. He just kind of sits like a human. He looks like a human. So there is something psychedelic about him, I guess you could say. Sure. Hell yeah. Uh, and what was the third reason I called him Frank? Oh, because Frankenstein. That's his full name. Okay. Um, and then the other one is called Monty because he's like a little old man. He's really cute. <laughs> Monty is a little is a little old man name, isn't it? Yeah. There's the ground. There's the ground, Monty. <laughs> Man, so I'm just—you got me thinking about—you uh, got me thinking about all the Franks. So yeah, Franks, uh, the Franks hot sauce is the shit, and yeah, they make a powder. And uh, I went through a phase recently where I was like, I eat a lot of wings. I'm—I obs- know you're—I know you're vegan, but I'm—I'm I'm obsessed with chicken wings. And um, you know, Frank's Red Hot would be something that I would you know cover them with. But I was like, yeah, I'm trying to watch my watch my calorie intake. Not that there's a lot of calories in that, but I started buying a bunch of like dry rubs and spices instead of you know the, all the sauces like barbecue sauces and all that. And uh, yeah, they got a powder, and um, man, the wings just soak them up, and it's delicious. So, what would you, as a vegan, what would you be putting uh, Frank's on? Like greens, everything. Yeah. So. Cauliflower wings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I fuck with that, too. I definitely fuck yeah. with that. Delicious. Uh, any sort of taco, could put them on that. When I was a vegetarian, I put them on scrambled eggs. Delicious. I do miss that. Yeah. So oh, now yeah. I put them on scrambled tofu. Um, <laughs> nice. Everything. I go through the little bottles, like, one a week, easily. Do you eat honey? Honey? I know that that's, like, I guess um, that's probably not vegan, but maybe some vegans. No, it's actually not vegan, but I'm allergic to honey. That goes back to that stupid allergy I have. Right. I so so earlier. off air, yeah, off air, we were talking about allergies and um, uh, Lily of Lily's Rat Club fame does have uh, does have some allergies. Yes. So I guess honey is out the game. That's, oh, yeah, all that pollen, all that fucking pine pollen all up in that exactly. honey. Exactly. Damn yeah. it. Damn it. Okay. Apparently you can have pollen at certain times of the year. Not pollen, sorry, honey at certain times of the year because it has a low pollen count, but I just haven't risked it. So, you know, there's a thing, I'm sorry if this sounds like fucking mansplaining, but there's a thing around here where people eat local honey. They like hunt down the local honey and they they eat it regularly and it supposedly helps build up an immunity to the allergens, like the local allergens. So if you're somebody who gets like really sneezy, like when the fucking pollen comes out, if you've been ingesting this honey this local honey, you've been exposing yourself to those things and then your allergy symptoms will be more mild. Yeah, I have heard this, but I just don't want to risk it because my throat will close up and that's not ideal. Okay, no, we're not, we're yeah. not cool. We're not cool with yeah. that. We're not cool with anaphylactic shock on this podcast. Exactly. If you could eat honey though, as a vegan, would you eat honey? Mm-hmm. I don't know enough about bees to kind of make a judgment, to be honest. If I heard that they got sad that honey was taken away from them, I might not eat it. I respect that. Yeah. I used to be... I don't know enough about it. I used to think vegans not eating honey was like the dumbest shit in the world. But um, the more I think about it, 
the more like I get it. Like, you know, as a kid, when you're a kid, you'll take a magnifying glass and burn an ant, you know? It's pretty it's pretty fun when you're a kid seeing an ant just shrivel up under the magnifying glass. But pretty psychotic it, really, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, but I'm saying you're a kid, you know, you're experimenting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I never like yeah. fucking punched cats or shot squirrels or anything, but like, mm. yeah, burning a fucking ant. Like step as a kid, you see a bug on the sidewalk and you just fucking stomp on that shit. You know, you're like, hey, yeah, fucking bug. But as an adult, as an adult in my early 40s, I am like, yo, life is so fucking precious, man. Like, I am that yeah. guy that, like, I will see a spider the size of a fucking pinhead, and I'll still grab it and pick it up and carry it outside, like, if I can, you know? Yeah, 100%. I mean, roaches roaches get fucking smashed and flushed down the toilet, but, um, like, any type of, like, chill bug, like, I don't even kill, like, if there's a moth in the house, like, I'm trying to grab it and take it outside. I'm like, life is precious. Live your life, little bug, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So like something like, hey, man, I don't want the – if it makes the bees sad, like I feel you. I, you know, it's tough as a meat eater. I mean this would be a whole nother podcast if you ever want to talk about, about this kind of stuff. But like, yeah, as a, as a meat eater, um, it, it's tough. You know, it's just so ingrained in me. It's such a part of me. I've tried to not um, eat meat. Uh, I've tried to go like pescatarian. You know, I, I work out and stuff. I found myself really – tired without like the meat protein but you say that i am a novice olympic weightlifter and i eat 140 grams of protein a day and i'm a strong person i'm happy to say that out loud so lily i don't know if you're enjoying yourself but if you ever want to come on the show again and talk about uh weightlifting and veganism fitness is a big part of my life and you could be you could be a 2.0 guest we don't even have to talk about fucking rats We'll talk about <laughs> something uh, entirely different. But let's get back. Let's get back to uh, our yeah. rat quiz. Let's stay stay focused yep. here. Okay. Question number two. A mm-hmm. famous water rat. Name this eponymous rat from Wind in the Willows. Oh, my God. I haven't seen that for a really remember long time. Remember Wind in so the I Willows, though, right? I wouldn't have got yeah. this either. But I remember Wind in the Willows. I don't remember there being a rat in it, but I haven't watched it since... I was a child, so. Um, the rat's name is Ratty. Oh my god, so cute! Perfect <laughs> yeah. name, Ratty. Ratty. Okay, I think you're gonna get this one though. Okay. All right. Question, question number three: Name this movie about a rat who likes to cook. Ratatouille, obviously. <laughs> yes, yes. For a bonus point. And I wouldn't have got this. I don't feel like I've seen Ratatouille in its entirety. But for a bonus point, what is the rat's name? Remy, obviously. All right. Very good. Very good. I've made my rats watch this movie before. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh, Lily, this (laughs) this is so beautiful. Um, Question number four. Name this movie from the 80s about a group of super smart lab rats who are trying to save a sick rat child. Oh my God, I don't know what that is, but it sounds perfect. It's amazing, but it also terrified the fucking shit out of me. It's called The Secret of Nim. Maybe I've heard of that, but that sounds great. I'm going to watch that. You've never seen it. Okay, so The Secret of Nim is... There's this guy named Don Bluth. He, like In the 80s, you had like Disney movies, and then you had like Don Bluth movies. When we're talking about like animated movies. And so Don Bluth did this movie called Secret of Nim. 
And uh, it is about exactly what I said, a group of super smart lab rats. And that might even be a fucking spoiler. So like, let's just X that out. But there's a, a sick, there's basically a sick little rat boy. I mean, they're anthropomorphic, you know? I mean, they wear clothes and they fucking talk and stuff, but there's a little sick rat child. And this woman, uh, Mrs. Brisby, has to, she's a rat, rat sized, you know, they're not human sized, they're mm-hmm. like regular rats. You know, it's like, it's, it's like a Disney movie. They're fucking talking animals. And um, anyway, she has to go on this mission to try to save her kid. And it's, it, it gets really intense. And it, it would, it would scare a kid. And it definitely, to, I, like, I probably would cry if I watched it uh, now. Yeah, so, I would definitely cry by the sounds of it. It's not a bright, sunny, film it's actually a very tense but i mean it's for it's for kids and i i put kids in quotes you know what i mean like it's a kids movie but i mean it's fucked up it's it's fucked up do you remember watership mm. down was that a thing that you ever read i don't even really know what the fuck i'm talking about with no. this but do you remember watership down it's about the rabbits it's about all these rabbits and some fucking shit happens you know it's like animal farm but it's all about rabbits oh i know animal farm yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's not like Animal Farm as far as like politics necessarily, yeah. but it's it's probably one of those things that's like uh, some kind of meditation on society, but it's all about mm-hmm. these rabbits instead of humans. Anyway, The Secret of Nim. I highly uh, I highly suggest you see it. Uh, I'm not. I thought you might have got that one. I'm not going to ask you for a uh, for the bonus point, which was to tell me what uh, Nim stands for because it's N I M H. But I'm not going to. We're not even going to go there. We're going to leave the movie. The storyline of it though. To be honest, sounds like this science experiment I was reading about fairly recently, where they gave they had a, two rats in two separate cages, and if one of them took a piece of food, the other one got hurt in some form, maybe like a mild electrocution or something. So that meant the other one didn't eat because he didn't want his friend to get hurt. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you think do you think I could have cuz you know I know one thing with pet rats though is like you can't just put them in like a tiny little cage like they no. need space. And yeah. I I think if you have rats like you're going to have a room that's probably a rat room or at least half They could of live a rat in any room. room. They could live in like a lounge or something. But like could I I I have a cat. Can I have rats in a cat? I just don't think it's going to work. I would not put them in the same room if that was a possibility. So I'd have to have a room in my house that my cat was never allowed to go in, which my rats were in. Basically. And she would yeah. still smell the rats on me, though, and probably be bored. Yeah, that would be fine. That would be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, you know, honestly, if I didn't have a cat, I would I would already be in the process of, of adopting yeah. some rats. Last question, uh, and I don't even know what your score is, and it doesn't fucking matter, but uh, <laughs> perhaps the most famous rat of all the movie named after him features a song by Michael Jackson that is probably the most beautiful rat-themed song of all time. What is the name of this movie? I know the name of the song. Okay, well, it happens we to be about- the name of the movie as well. So what is this? Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Ben. Ben. Um, let's- I've never seen the movie. I've never seen the movie either. Maybe we should watch it and then... Uh, do a, re- do a review of it but uh <laughs> let's just speaking of crying let's just take a moment and and soak in um the beauty that is the song ben performed by michael jackson we're just gonna just gonna have a little snippet here of the first verse
guys are all re- they're already welling up. I can't deal with that song. I can't. <laughs> can't deal with it? Okay, we're, we're, we'll fade it out. We'll fade it out. <laughs> it's so... Oh, God. It's so touching. It's just such a, a sad little tune. And I wonder... You know, okay, so this song was number one in the U.S. and was number seven in the U.K., when it came out, which was, I think, uh, sometime in the late seventies, but that, that was a number one hit. And, you know, think of like the, the, the charts, you know, back in the seventies in the U S I mean, you probably had like radio, you probably had like pop and like jazz, you know, that was it. So that was the number one song in the U S it's a fucking gut punch of a song and it's about a rat and it's not even just about a regular rat, but it's about a super smart telepathic rat, <laughs> like a magical rat. And it's it's not a song about love. I mean, it is, but it's a song about friendship. You know, I pulled this, that audio from a YouTube clip and I was reading some of the comments and I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but somebody said, people say, oh, it's only about a rat. Why is it number one? It's number one because it's about friendship and caring and kindness, and all things good, just picture the rat as your only friend. My heart is, <laughs> I'm like borderline welling up right now. That is so beautiful. It is so beautiful. And it's yeah. such a beautiful song. And it's about a telepathic rat. Like how many people, like think of like a, maybe like a like a mom or a dad who had like a son named Ben. You know what I mean? And they're like, they're listening to the song and their eyes are welling up because it reminds them of their child or whatever. But it's mm. about a fucking boy and his friendship with a telepathic rat. And that was a number one hit in the US. And that to me is a fucking just incredible factoid. Yeah, I think it is too. I think that it's such a, you know, important song talking about friendship. Oh, I just, I can't even talk about it to be honest. Oh, Lily, Lily. <laughs> Don't uh, don't cry on lurk mode. But I mean, I'm I'm with you. Happy I'm, tears, happy tears. You yeah, because so- it is such an important <laughs> friendship that you have with your pet. You know. Yeah. No, it's awesome, and I'm really, uh, honestly, I mean, I am truly glad that you have uh, the relationship that you do uh, with your rats because it is really special, and I yeah. feel like I'm missing out on something uh, right now by not having pet rats. So. Let's, I just want to make sure everybody can find you. So uh, mm-hmm. your name is spelled L-I-L-Y. So it is yes. Lily's Rat Club. Lily's.rat.club. And you are, is that your name on uh, TikTok as well or? Yes, it's Lily's.rat.club on TikTok, Instagram. And then on Etsy, it's just Lily's Rat Club. Okay, I am looking. Oh, oh yeah, because right, because you do. So let's promote. Let's promote all your shit. So you made these. What would you call them? I mean, they're like prints. But so I'm looking at one yeah. right now. It says "Mother of Rats," and that's yes. the one that somebody had ordered on another one of the rat accounts that I was following. And so that's where I saw it. Yeah. Did you do that artwork yourself? Yeah. So I made a TikTok about this actually. I basically just one day wanted to paint a little picture of my OG rats. And I thought, yeah, that's really cute. So I scanned it in and I turned it into a little print for myself, Mother Rats. And then I thought, actually, other people might quite like this. 
So then I made a variation of father of rats and parents of rats because we've got to be inclusive to all genders. Indeed. And and I thought these are really nice. So then I've also made wrapping paper with like a repeated print of rat faces. Yeah, I'm and looking it's at also that right got, now. Oh, and it's one, I've got two variations. One of them has the text serotonin potato on it. And that's <laughs> like a term in the rat community because they do look like potatoes, rats, and they give you loads of serotonin. So... Oh my yeah. god. We so need I, we need a sexy slug. We need some sexy slug. To uh, be fair, that's stuff. quite a good idea. Yeah. Right now that. I'm working on um cuz with all the content I make, I'm always getting questions about, "Oh, what do I do to what should I feed my rat? How do I give it enrichment?" Blah, blah, blah. like people always ask me, "How do I take care of my rat properly?" So at the moment I'm creating like a a rat pet guide weekly planner thing for people to kind of fill out week per week to make sure they're meeting all their needs so after that maybe i'll make some sexy slug prints i think uh i think that would be dope i'm already like man like god the shipping from the uk is gonna suck but i'm already thinking about um stuff that i need to order from you i actually you know i hate to sort of you know we're coming to the end of the road here i hate to sort of insert a very sad note but this this just in this is literally breaking news so i found you via sid the rat oh and yeah sid, sid the, the rat, rat passed has, away yeah and it passed away like two days ago yeah oh my god rest in peace sid i was very emotionally invested in sid because sid looks like one of my boys so when i found out i was super sad Oh my God, I'm looking at footage of Sid right now and it, it's breaking my heart. So somehow I started following Sid the Rat and Sid the Rat had bought one of your prints or uh, the admin at Sid the Rat had bought one of your uh, prints and I guess shared yeah. that. And I was like, what's this? And then yeah, I yeah. went to your page and immediately saw something hilarious and I was like, oh shit, I'm, fu I'm fucking with this. And yeah. then I, I don't know if you remember, I, in my stories on Instagram, I was like, yo, follow this for like all the hot new rat content. And I just want you to know that you have three um, additional followers now, thanks to me. Thank you very much. You're very that's welcome. Great. If you count me, that's four. So I have brought, <laughs> I have brought four followers into your, uh, into your realm and hopefully some more after, uh, after this podcast comes out. Thank you. You know how we do. Lily, the Olympic weightlifter, the rat fluencer, <laughs> the vegan. Thank you so much for coming on here. Thank you. Bye. I come correctly, cut across your texture like a jet ski at breakneck speed, waiting for someone to catch me. Close the kitchen quick before I drink all of your fresh squeeze. There's three to one on, so place your bets on the table, please. We're the zombies, every step release in pestilence. Do my microphones and bring the plate with all my references. Never had the benefit of life insurance policies. When asked if I'm alive or dead, my doctor tells them. Possibly. Till the day I fade away, returning to ecology. I'll fortify my diet, eating pieces of your body. She went to give me head when I said that I wanted brain. So the spoon under my pillow wasn't easy to explain. It's all up, though. Doing parties, taking titles, five finger your feet and tube and flatline your vitals. New land discoverer, exotic spice smuggler, spit rhymes that'll spit shine your shoes, governor. Creep through the graveyard and hunt down your tombstone. Dig up your skeleton and stomp all your fucking bones. The living dead puts words in your head, worm in the head. 
Vermin under the bed The zombie with rotten luck Creeping out the morgue Dropping guts Cuts get open You ain't ripping to it deep enough Alarm clock zap your nap Don't sleep on us Sweeping up trash ass teams Like moms clean it up What a fucking mess Donna party munching human flesh I bust your chest Screaming Colin Ma Bastards throw more leaves Than beads at Mardi Gras Where they heading It's another dead end Sorry y'all Assed out like a plumber's crack Damn they coming whack At the party shouting ho Run it back Thundercat Can't undermine the unsigned I'm under rap's radar King of horror like Steven Me cleaving in the grave Graveyard, taking pictures of facial stitches When your brain's gone, pray to God if you battle me The more reality you hit the pipe like Mario Bros And walk your strategy Creep through the graveyard, hunt down, down your tombstone Dig up your skeleton and stomp all your fucking bones The living dead puts words in your head Worm in the head, vermin under the bed Come out and take it, you dirty yellow-bellied rider I'll give it to you through the door